What is the event podcast? We'll begin in five, three, one, four. Welcome to What is the Event Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. Your place to talk about Alright, welcome back to What is the Event Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC, your place to talk about the event. This is episode 20, discussing the ninth episode of the event, and uh, we'll get into our recap here in a few minutes, but as per the last few episodes, since we've gone to the one uh, show a week format, we will kick off the show with just a little bit of event news. From the What is the Event Podcast Studios, it's The Event News with Jimmy in Georgia. And uh, as usual, I, I kind of go over to your main two official sources, or there's three, but I usually look at the other two, um, official sources of information from NBC, truthseeker5314.com, um, being one, and then also the uh, basically the Revelations blog over at theeventiscoming.com. And this week over at the Truthseeker. 5314. We had a post of a text message that was um, looks to be the date of November 2nd, 1944, which was the year of the crash of the aircraft or spacecraft or UFO, whatever you want to call it, that the detainees um, landed in um, the Brooks Mountain Range there in Alaska in 1944. And we know by December of 44, they were planning to build the Mount Inostronka facility. So, um, presumably this is you know, from that same time frame. We're not sure at this point what exactly happened on 11 to 1944 but as usual in this week's episode, so you know the answer right now. Alright, and so also over at theadventurescoming.com we like to take a look at Nick Waters' blog and occasionally it's someone else, but usually it's Nick. And this week Mr. Nick has, uh, has some stuff posted for us as we're about to head into our hiatus months. And uh, this week, I have a couple of posts there um, following last week's episode and, and one um, for the upcoming, uh, or for this week's episode. Last week, Nick posted a article entitled A Deal with the Devil. And it does describe some of the information that we, we learned last week and how um, Dempsey and Jarvis were in cahoots and that Dempsey had kind of used Jarvis to set up that assassination attempt and that Vicky is on the lam. Um, so you can go check that out. And has some pictures there from uh, some behind the scenes, as he um, quite often does. Yeah, so you can check that out. And then also, in regards to tonight's episode, he also posted Where the Magic Happens. And so if you want to go check that out, you can. And it has some uh, just little stuff there, some more pictures of uh, the actual production office there. The... Let's say Goer Studios is a historic film studio near the heart of Hollywood, and that is where the writing and production departments are housed. And so, and there's a little slideshow there. You can see the whole, like the history of that pretty much. And even the cool thing too, it even shows you like um, things that were filmed there, um, different movies, and then also some TV shows on different stages and stuff. 
and uh, that's kind of cool. Like, um, if you're an NBC person, maybe you enjoyed uh, Heroes. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, American Dreams is on Heroes. I remember that. And also the John Larroquette show. I remember that one. That was a pretty good one. And then uh, way back when, there were some shows like Empty Nest that filmed there. And uh, all sorts of things. So you can check out that and see um, the different production stages. And uh, it even gives you everything, like the square footage and uh, the size and everything. It's pretty cool. So you can check that out and find out more information of what goes into making the event. And so that's going to wrap up our little discussion of some news. And as um, you're probably aware, after next week's episode, the event will be taking a three-month hiatus from November 29th until February 28th. So just keep that in mind. If um, December 6th rolls around and you're looking for your new episode of the event, it will not be coming. So I'm sure we'll find something to do in the meantime. So, okay, we're going to jump on over into tonight's Revent Cap. The Revent Cap, the portion of the show where we recap recap the event. All right, tonight's show opens with a previously on the event, like usual. And then we get into a um, a meeting between a lawyer and some people. And we find out that this um, lady who is being represented by her lawyer blames the factory that her husband worked at for 47 years for poisoning him and, and basically taking his memories away. And she thinks he was inhaling toxic dust. But the lawyer, who is on the opposing side for the factory, whatever it may be, makes up excuses for smoking or genetics or whatnot, and just kind of informs the lady that it's only going to be worse in front of uh, the judge and jury, <laughs> and that uh, that she can come up with all these things. And then she, we see this mysterious text that we saw on Truth Seeker 5314, 11-2-1944, show up on her phone, and then we go through several people and several different lines of work, and then we ultimately see that this text drew them all to meet up. They are Sophia's people. And they are in this huge ballroom. Hundreds of people. And they're excited to see her. They give her a standing ovation when uh, she begins to speak to them. So it was an interesting little start to the show. And it was good to see kind of how many people fled. Uh, I assume we're, we're supposed to believe at this point these people were all people who fled from the downed aircraft or spacecraft or whatever it was. And that there are a lot of them. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know. It didn't look like that many. That The one episode we saw Simon and Thomas leading them off into the snow, but it was still pretty neat to see um, all these non-terrestrials all gathered up together. All right, we get back from the commercial break, and Sophia, along with several of the key leaders, the representatives of her people, were meeting together, and she explains to them how she wants to get the rest of the resources they need to get home. But basically, um, she's told by, I believe her name was Isabel, that the people are happy here. They don't want to go home. And uh, that's pretty widespread thought, apparently, as some of the others agree. And then they start talking about, uh, <laughs> um, Sophia brings up the fact that they all swore to honor the same directives, which sounds a lot like Star Trek, about not uh, interfering with some other cultures or something, <laughs> which is funny. The prime directive. And um, one of the other um, people actually tells us that they came to our world because their home was barely viable back in the 1940s. And, uh, but she says they're going to get this materials, they're going home. And that's all there is to it. She's the leader, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just kind of how it goes. And so, uh, they go out of the room. Her and Thomas are talking about these attitudes. He says he didn't really know about it. Um, she said it was his job. What has he been up to? She said he had told her that 
he built his financial empire, if you want to know what else he's been doing. And then Thomas goes off and meets discreetly with Isabel. And basically we find out that he's planning to take over control officially by killing his mom and doing what he thinks is best for his people. And that's not, apparently, not going back to where they came from. So that's interesting. We've got some more information about the, the detainees, whatever they are. And we got some more information about uh, why they came here, kind of some of their motivations a little bit, and that they are reproducing, apparently, because one of the ladies said they were starting family, so they have that ability. So maybe not everyone in that room was originally from that the starship or the whatever it was back in the day. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So we're, we're getting a little more deeper into the detainee world, which is good. All right, we get back from the commercial break, and we finally see Sean and Layla. They're making out, so apparently Sean's recovering pretty nicely from his wounds. He receives a call from Agent Collier about the email he sent her about the list of naming of the list of the missing girls' names, and she confirms that these girls are between the ages of seven and eight and reported missing within the last two years. All the cases were unsolved, and there were no leads until about a week ago when one of these girls escaped and is now back home in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The police interview was sealed. But, um, she said she would text Sean the address, and we find out her first name is Angela. We cut over to the president, and we see Jarvis in the, uh, hospital. He's lucky to be alive. The car bomb almost killed him. Martinez, um, knows he's a traitor, but even so, he still tries to comfort his wife when she comes in. And, uh, Dempsey, we cut over to him, and we see that he wants Jarvis dead. He's gonna find a way to get to him. And he tells his little henchman, Mr. Burke, to give Abby a dose um, once he finds her and to clean up after himself. So that doesn't look too good for Mrs. and Mr. Stern. So Sean and Layla make it to the to the Stern's home in Tulsa. Layla tells Abby's mom that her sister's missing, that she's their only chance to find her. It took a little bit, but they got inside the house, sort of talking to Mrs. Stern. And Mrs. Stern basically says, Abby doesn't remember anything. She didn't tell the police anything. They found her at a truck stop in Stillwater. Some truck driver gave her a ride there. And then she says she can't help them. Her baby's home, but everything is not fine. Mr. Stern comes in. He wants them out of the house. Abby comes out and says, Layla, that's, and you're Samantha's sister. And so Mr. Stern pushes her back to the bedroom and tells Sean and Layla to get out again. And that he then tells his wife to call 911. And Sean and Layla decide they have no choice but to leave. And that is when we cut to commercial break. And again, the, the young lady, Abby, there was covered up. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see, hopefully, some some fun things here shortly. And all sorts of things. The story's picking up um, with the detainees, with the president, with Sean and Layla. Uh, we're definitely moving forward, which is good to see here in our little show, The Event. All right, we get back from the commercial break, and Thomas is in bed with his little conspirator, um, the girlfriend. She doubts Thomas and wonders if his mother suspects anything. Thomas gets pretty much offended, tells her to get off, and they still go through the plan of how he's going to get rid of Sophia. And uh, his little lady friend there gives him a 380 for stopping power and some bullets that shouldn't exit um, that would help prevent a cleanup for when he shoots Sophia in the head um, as if he goes through with his plan. And then Sophia, uh, on the airplane with Thomas, thinks that he's handled the transition pretty well, but he kind of doesn't take that as a compliment, even though that's how she meant it. And she goes through this whole long story of how when he was a child, he was afraid of thunder and lightning and the rain. And so she took him out in the rain and left him there and let him cry for hours <laughs> trying to make him strong. And then she basically said the same thing had happened here on Earth. Um, when she gave him control of the people, he wasn't strong. He wasn't ready. 
and that she was going to stop putting him in places where he shouldn't be. And then basically they both said they were sorry. We see that Thomas and Sophia reach their destination. They go inside. Thomas leads Sophia down into a hidden vault that contains a locked box. For some reason, his code didn't work the first two times. Third time, it opened up. And this box opens to reveal yet another box that raises up. And apparently, from what we understand, Sophia must be the only one who can get inside this little box. So she reaches down through the material, whatever it is, and grabs this little silver tube with green lights on it and says the material is still viable. She turns around to find that Thomas has a gun. And... She responds, Thomas? And then we cut to commercial break. So, there's an interesting little setup there to Thomas's portrayal and um, leading up to what would be coming up to our show here in just a few minutes. But, I don't know, it's just interesting parallels there with how Thomas has never been the leader, he's never been strong, and his mother has put him in situations where she um, felt that she would force him to be something he wasn't and it didn't work out the way she had hoped. Um, which is kind of sad, just a little. And I do think it was funny or interesting, too, that Sophia said they could have escaped in the Stronka anytime they wanted to in various ways, but they were waiting, they were being patient um, to protect Thomas and the others who were on the outside. So, that's interesting. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up this little section. Alright, we get back from that commercial break, and we see that Thomas is a pansy. <laughs> pretty much, he can't shoot his mom. But, I mean, you'd have to be pretty much a crazy psychopath to shoot your mom, I guess so. I guess, even though he's kind of evil, he's not a crazy psychopath. So, yeah, he can't shoot his mom. He falls down, drops a gun. She says she still loves him, but I was kind of waiting for him, for her to do some kind of Jedi mind trick on him and kill him or something. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think that storyline's over just yet. So we find out that Mrs. and Mr. Stern are in a hurry to leave their home, showing only to follow them. And then we find out that Mr. Burke is following the both of them. Um, the Stern family stops to get gas. Abby and her mom go into the store, followed by Mr. Stern, and then Layla. Sean sees Mr. Burke pull up. Layla goes into the ladies' room, begging for help for to find Samantha. The little girl comes out. Abby says that Samantha got there a few days before she ran away, and she said that the nurses told them they were helping people, but bad things happened after they were given injections. And she said that the place looked like a hospital, but not for regular people. And she also told them that once in the trash can she saw some medicine with a triangle on it, but the police said that didn't really help. Um, there was a big tower outside when she got out of the hospital, and Layla's like a water tower, and so you know, we'll run into something about tower that reminds me of Flash Forward yet again. And then also, um, we find out, we cut back that Burke is outside, he's gonna start shooting Mr. Stern, and uh, the family, um, and Leela and Sean, everybody takes off into the cornfield with um, Burke following them, and uh, Mr. Stern does the get shot. Um, I mean, Layla and Abby go ahead. Sean tries to help Mrs. Stern when she falls down. Sean tries to get to uh, draw Burke away from them, but the little girl keeps screaming, so Mr. Burke finds him. Layla almost gets, um, it almost looks like Layla's gonna let Abby get caught, but Sean shows up out of nowhere, tackles the guy, starts punching him, and Burke, Mr. Mr. Burke gets the upper hand, but Sean is able to grab a rock, hit him in the head. Layla grabs his gun, and we find that Mr. Burke was not there for Abby, but for Da da da, Layla, which was interesting. It's kind of strange, but uh, but yeah, that's that was that section of the show. All right, we get back from the commercial break. We see Mr. Jarvis waking up in the hospital. Mrs. Jarvis says people have come to the house. They know where their kids are, and they will do terrible things. And uh, there for a minute, I was kind of under the impression she might try to kill um, the old vice president, but she doesn't. Uh, Mr. President Martinez walks in, and we cut over to we're cut over to Isabel waiting for Thomas. 
And but she finds Sophia walking up instead. And Isabel tries to act innocent, but Sophia's not not believing that. Isabel, um, she knows, was manipulating Thomas to try to make him become more than he really was. She tells Isabel to get on her knees and that she's going to give her a choice. Isabel can either prove her loyalty by shooting herself or Sophia will have her cut off from all of her people. No contacts, no looks, nothing. And so, ultimately, Isabel chooses to shoot herself in the leg and Sophia reminds her that this world isn't hers or Thomas's. Um, So I don't know if that means it's her world. No, I don't think so either. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up this week's episode and we see the preview for next week's fall finale as they're referring to it as... And, yeah, awesome. Good stuff this week. And we're going to get into our Erratic Event Theory of the Week. The Erratic Event Theory of the Week for this week involves Sophia's little key, I believe is how Thomas referred to it as, the material that is so viable. We will see, I believe this season, soon, that this key will open the portal once they get the uh, proper um, raw materials to get back home to their home planet or dimension or whatever you want to call it since we're not sure exactly I guess and um, they're going to get home they're going to find their world is completely destroyed and come right back (laughs) that's my erratic event theory of the week we are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event, the event line. line. Alright, we're going to jump into our little bit of the event line. And it's a quiet week so far All right, this week again. And we'll get into a few things here from Twitter and uh, some other things. And we'll go ahead and talk about that. So on the Twitter, we had a, another message from Star Newscast. It said, the event photos, November 22nd, the link. And that was sent to um, Ad Event Podcast and a couple other event-related Twitters at the TV... At Ad... At the event TV show, at the Inventors, and at NBC the, the event, and I also got another shout out from my friction or my fiction, Paul. Thanks again, sir. And uh, also, exotic trend girl retweeted. Thanks for that. And then also, we did get a direct message from uh, Architecture, and um, that's the Twitter Architecture, A R K I T E C T U R E. Thanks for the follow. I enjoyed the podcast and look forward to it each week. So thanks, um, I believe your name's Ed, according to Twitter. Thanks, Ed, for that, and uh, that's awesome. Thank you for listening, and thank you for submitting your comment. Hey, and if you'd like to, you can as well. You can at reply us at, and we are at Event Podcast. You can find us uh, all sorts of different ways if you'd care to, um, and we'll get into more of that at the end of the show. But since this is the the Twitter segment, we'll uh, we'll mention that here. And also, I do bring this up. Elton over at the-event.tv had contacted me, I don't know, a little while back. Um, I had made the Avius Air logo that you may have noticed in our feed. Uh, back on the 25th of September, I released a little PDF. Um, in the, in the, it's only on the podcast feed. I haven't actually put that on the website. And it's the Avius Air water bottle labels that I've created. And so he contacted me knowing seeing that I did that. And wanted to know if I could if I could upload that logo that I'd created on Spreadshirt so he could you know make some T-shirts with it and I was like sure yeah, that's fine and so uh, I saw a link that he had sent me and uh, he has a shirt called I Survived Avius Flight 14 
and uh, has that written on the front, and it has a little ABCR logo that I created on the on the sleeve. So I'll put a link in there for that if you want to check it out. He has a few other apparel things, uh, mostly from promotional things. He has uh, on his site uh, an event promotional T-shirt from some of the screens this summer, and then some of the official the event uh, hat and a hoodie. So you can you can check those out over there, and uh, I'll uh, set up a link for you so you can take a look at that. So yeah, let's mention that, and uh, that's about all right now. If we get anything else in, you know, before I actually get through with the show, I'll be jumping back over here with the email or phone call or whatever it may be from Twitter, and I'll be glad to share that. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and we're going to jump on over into the slightly spoilerific section of the show, where we discuss next week's episode title... In description, and so if you don't want to be spoiled the slightest bit uh, with uh, the information about the title of, of the show and the, uh, the official description, you might want to skip ahead. And I usually say around 40 seconds if you don't have the AAC format where you can. Well, it's going to be AC format no matter what. But if you don't have iTunes or iPad or iPod, whatever, that you can't skip a chapter ahead, um, it'll be about 40 seconds usually for me to go through one of these, and so that'll give you just a little bit of time to uh, to do that. And um, as you're probably aware, this will be our last episode uh, until next February. Sad face. That's just. I mean, I don't know. We talked about it last week. I don't want to get into it again, but not not looking forward three months with the event. Not at all. And uh, well, I mean, I have heard they want to quote unquote relaunch the show. So maybe you know what? Maybe it'll be awesome, and maybe they'll promote it in such a way that people will get into it and. And more people will find out about it and see that it's a good show and, and watch it. So, that'd be good. But uh, anyway, just remember, if you don't want to be spoiled just a little bit, um, you want to skip ahead. Alright, now. Alright, episode 10 of The Event is entitled, Everything Will Change. Mistrust grows within both camps and strategies turn urgent. President Martinez confronts the traitor in his administration only to meet with threats of exposing the cover-up of Avius Air 514. Even after testing the loyalty of Isabel and Thomas, Sophia still suspects their subterfuge, so she sends Simon on a fact-finding mission. Her suspicions are confirmed when Thomas unveils a shocking new plan. Meanwhile, on the hunt for Samantha, Sean and Layla battle mercenaries sent by Dempsey. You know what? That sounds a lot like tonight's episode description. Uh, <laughs> it really super does. Um, I mean, we're, this isn't going to be spoilerific since we've already discussed tonight's episode, Your World to Take, from uh, 1122. But really, this is very similar. <laughs> it says, Sophie and the president deal with traitors within their houses. President Martinez reacts to the launch of who betrayed him in his administration. Meanwhile, after revealing her plan to Sleeper's future, Sophia learns of dissension among her people. She sets a trap for the perpetrators and acts decisively to quell the future mutiny elsewhere. Sean and Leela try to unravel the mystery of Samantha's kidnapping while evading Dempsey's nefarious clutches. That's almost exactly the same thing as um, the description as for next week. So, you know, if you like tonight's episode, you're probably going to like next week's episode. So, anyway. <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. Just a little. But anyway, that uh, was tonight's slightly spoilerific section for What is the Event Podcast. We do get one more thing from Twitter. Um, B Week 79 said, Ad Event Podcast, nice episode. Bring on next week. Let's hope the fall finale doesn't end up being the season finale. All right. Um, thanks for that message, Ben. And uh, 
as far as we know, the event is still scheduled for a full season, and well, as far as we know, it is scheduled to come back on uh, February 28th, and then, from what I've heard, they are planning to relaunch it, I guess put a lot more promotion and, and things into it, so I guess we'll have to wait and see how that goes. And uh, that's going to wrap up our show. We're going to go ahead and give you the information where you can contact us if you would like to, and we would love for you to. You can call us at 773-41-EVENT. That's 773-413-8368. And you know what? If you don't want to call in, you can actually text that number, too. You can send us a text, and you know if you have a unlimited messaging or whatever, that will be great, but if you get charged... To send a text, this is going to be the same situation here. But yeah, if you want to send in a text, if that's easier for you, go ahead and put us in your phone. And, uh, you know, what is it, a podcast, YTAP, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And you can just send us a text message, you know. It would be really easy because um, most of us have our phones on us, like, all the time. And, that, again, that number is 773-413-8368. So call us or text us, and that would be awesome. We'd love to have your... Um, your feedback there. You can also Twitter us, as we mentioned earlier. We are at Event Podcast. That's twitter.com slash event podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash event podcast. Um, you can email us at what is the event podcast at gmail.com. We're in iTunes. We're in Zoom. Um, we have our website where you can go find out about our show and about the event. It's what is the event podcast.com. So, I don't say thousands, they're not literally thousands away, but there's all sorts of ways um, that you can get in contact with us, and we'd love for you too. And uh, yeah, so, you know, the, here's the thing about the show. I know it's kind of short sometimes, and mostly because I feel like you don't want to hear me ramble about silly things. I would rather <laughs> discuss what you have to talk about and uh, play your phone call or talk about your message or your email. And whenever we've had those, lengthy or not, we've we've done that. And so... If you want to be heard, you want to have your thoughts expressed, please share them with us, and we'll do that. And uh, the show won't be 20 or 30 minutes. It'll be longer because you're getting involved. So we appreciate you listening and hope for to hear from you next time. Thank you, and peace. He's going to tell them about the event.